Jen Braun is a registered dietitian and personal trainer from Connecticut who has helped hundreds of clients reach their wellness goals in the most realistic ways. Jen works with working moms that are looking to feel more confident in their bodies through weight loss by enjoying all foods, all while balancing their families and careers. Jen believes that women can do it all, but it starts with taking care of themselves first through their nutrition, movement, and mindset. Jen is a working mom herself and has found her passion as she has gone through similar challenges as the women she works with, including body changes post-pregnancy, mom guilt, and adapting to life and work after children. Welcome, Jen. It's so great to have you here. Thank you so much. Can you let everyone know where they can find you online? Yes, it's jenbraun.nutritionist, and Jen has two N's. Great. So I would love to hear where you started out versus where you are now. What's your story? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually started off as a personal trainer as I was trying to get into the dietetic internship and start my career as a dietitian. And so I got into the internship and I was doing both training and uh, the internship and I passed my exam and I um, started a nutrition program in that gym they have a 11 locations or franchise. And so I built a nutrition program within that gym and it was wonderful. And I, you know, learned so, so much, but I knew that dealing with so many different needs that I didn't feel like I was fully able to help someone from start to end of their journey and really fully complete their progress. So I know that there was like, there was more kind of pulling at me to focus on as far as the, the client's needs. Great. So where are you now? Yeah. So I started my own business two months ago and I am currently focused on helping working moms to lose weight and feel more confident in their bodies. And so, yeah, I took the leap, quit my full-time job in July and I've been, you know, planning this for a while, but the, the leap happened pretty recently and I couldn't, couldn't be happier as far as really focusing on that niche and focusing on, you know, being able to, to help women again from the start to the end of their journey and, and really help them achieve that. So you felt kind of stifled and limited in your kind of practice at the gym and you decided to branch out totally on your own so that you could carry them through the full journey. Yes, absolutely. Yep. It was, uh, it was hard obviously. And it was, I, I learned a ton, um, but I didn't feel like I was able to, you know, get necessarily get into all the details that were involved in supporting, supporting the clients. Great. So that's very exciting. Let's talk about the type of clients you work with. You mentioned that it's moms. So what exactly is your current niche? Yeah, so I work with working moms that are looking to lose weight and feel more confident in their bodies, especially after having children. I didn't realize, like I thought my body would go back to, you know, normal as far as, you know, after I had the baby and, you know, kind of lost the baby weight, if you will. But your body really does change, you know, I, I my hips are bigger and, you know, you're, you're just the natural like physiology changes. So being able to accept that, but also know that like you can still make changes. You just can't expect necessarily the same structure as before the baby. And then also our bodies change as far as what we can do. So I know at 19, I could stop having, you know, extra pizza for a couple of nights and I, my body would kind of go back to how I wanted it. Now it's not the same case. So, you know, as the, as the body changes with age, I found that those two areas 
along with the compounds of being a new mom and working, trying to navigate all that and know what's, you know, what we need to do for our bodies is the type of, you know, support that I provide for working moms. They can still enjoy work because they love their careers. They can still enjoy their, you know, time with the kids, but also, you know, still feel confident in their skin to be able to do all that. That is amazing. Super clear. And I'm sure that that has helped you along your way, really getting so clear on your niche and who you're helping and that you can relate from personal experience. So how has your niche evolved? Was this where you started out a couple months ago or when you were training? I mean, I knew as I like progressed in, in the gym setting, I knew that women was really, you know, my, my calling. I knew that I was able to relate to them really well. I was able to, you know, connect with their life experiences even before I came, became a mom. So when I really decided to focus on one area, I don't think I knew how much I needed to niche down. So I thought I was just, you know, women was... I thought that was small enough as far as who I needed to focus on, but realizing that I needed to get even more specific with the exact person and like what their lifestyle was. So like, I didn't know that they were going to be, she was going to be married. I didn't know she was necessarily going to have children. I didn't, I knew she was going to be working. So yeah, there was a lot of evolution as far as getting very specific on that, that mom, but it made it so much easier to talk to her. Yes. I imagine because you're so crystal clear that when you're making content and talking to her on stories that you, because you know exactly who you're talking to and you can really relate from personal experience that it's pretty easy to just share what's going on and what comes up for you with the challenges that you face and your clients face. Yeah, absolutely. I'm able to pull from both areas and it it teaches me as well. So as a working mom myself, it helps me to to learn from those experiences and then be able to, you know, support other women going through it as well, you know, wherever they are in their journey. So, you know, it's definitely supported on all ends. And that's great because there's definitely a big need for those women who are trying to work and be moms to be supported and accept their bodies and accept just what's the changes as they age. It's, that's amazing to have them have you to help them. Thank you. So you always had this dream to start your private practice. And what led you to finally take action on dropping the other job and just commit to your private practice? So I actually had started that program because I didn't want to necessarily deal or, or spend my energy on the like business component. I didn't think that that was, you know, something that was in my wheelhouse. And then because of the responsibilities I had there, as far as managing payroll and budget and, you know, figuring out how to create a business with what I wanted to do for the clients, I found a passion in it. So it was not just then supporting the clients, but it was also from a business side of things. So it really got me comfortable with the money side of things and, you know, being able to talk to people about finances because I was literally trying to manage it for the company. So it wasn't my initial plan. And then as I, you know, grew more interest in like, how can we grow revenue, but also support our clients even more. And so that really, you know, sparked my interest. So probably it was probably like a year ago that I was like, hmm. And just as things kind of evolved and, you know, my interest with working with women and being able to support them even more, I started like exploring that option of, you know, what would this look like? And so that was kind of at that point, it was, you know, just kind of clear to me. The more I would think about it, the more I would, my heart would go in that direction. That's amazing. What a great opportunity to learn the business side of it with a J-O-B paying you to learn how to run a business and then be able to take that 
expertise and just turn it into doing, living your dream, doing exactly what you want to do. Yes, absolutely. It's been surreal for sure. Um, and a ton of learning, but it's been, you know, I, I really appreciate all the different experiences that I've had. I'm sure we could do a whole nother podcast with you teaching all of us who don't know how to like the business side of running a practice to teach that. And that's where someone like Libby comes in in her program to teach us how to actually run the business. Cause a lot of us know the nutrition counseling, but we do not know the things that you were lucky enough to learn about how to do the money side of things and the business side of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Libby's been phenomenal at just the biggest side for me, I think with, with the program has been the mindset and the uh, abundance, because at that point, clients were coming to us in floods because they had so many, you know, people in their community. And so it was a really big shift going, you know, snitching down and just growing from there. So that abundance mindset is something that I've really learned from her to, you know, keep that thought process open so that you can have more people, you know, be coming to you and, and that pace is okay. That's great. So what one or two tips do you have for listeners about how to effectively build the know, like, and trust factor? I would say the first one is consistency. So I know that I had my business Instagram just for nutrition tips before I started my business, but I was not consistent as far as what I was, what I was posting or what I was, you know, providing and it didn't go anywhere because I wasn't, you know, consistent with it, but I've found consistent growth. It's slow, but it's consistent growth going forward since I started with Libby because I have not given up on the five days you know, minimum posting, showing up on my story, showing up on, you know, showing my face. So I know that that like, there's no way it's not going in the right direction because it continues to grow, whatever one follower or 10 followers or, you know, the engagement. So I would say consistency. I think that that's where the most consistent people, you know, are getting from. You don't know how long it's taken them, but the consistency of the posting. And then I make a schedule. I need structure. And so as, you know, having my own business, you know, I'm, I'm home. I have my daughter home. We're in the middle of a pandemic, like everyone's home and, and around. And it's, so it's hard to, you know, really, really dive in if I don't have that structure. So I make a structure for the day. When am I posting? When am I doing my stories? What am I talking about? So that I have that consistently. I try not to do too much because then, you know, it's not realistic, but like having those three points of like priority for the day in terms of my Instagram has been, you know, huge in terms of staying that consistent. Those are great tips. So one consistency. And I love that you pointed out, like just commit to the five posts a week and getting on stories daily and that it's slow, consistent growth. Because a lot of us, you know, every now and then there's someone we see, a colleague who blows up for some reason and we don't really know why. And Instagram does what it does. And it's kind of like comparison-itis where we see, well, why do they have 20,000 followers in three months and I gained... 40 followers. <laughs> and I love what you said. It's like one follower at a time or 10 followers at a time. As long as it's consistent posting and consistent growth, it doesn't really matter how many followers, as long as you're connecting with your perfect ideal client and you're occasionally getting a lead from it, that's what we're doing is free advertising and getting, getting free leads by putting in the work to consistently post. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely struggled with that like comparison side of things in the beginning. And I think I still do. And I'm working very, very diligently daily on the mindset component of things. Just again, I'm not working with a team. So our brains are 
very uh, powerful. So I have to, you know, control that. But I did struggle with it in the beginning as far as like, well, why this person has 1500 or this person has 3000? Like, why can't I get to that point? Like I will, but I'm not even like, you know, I'm not getting clients in the beginning. I'm not getting clients from my 200 people. So just like, let's support them. And then, you know, when it gets to that 1500, you'll be more equipped to, to help even more people. That is such a great mindset is like, as I gain followers, I'm also getting, becoming more equipped to serve these people. And it will be kind of divine timing that when the followers come, I will be able to handle that many followers and that many leads and just kind of being patient with the process and not comparing yourself to others and kind of just like, appreciating that we all have something to offer and we're all on our own journey and you never know how those people got followers or how long it took or what's been going on. And I love that my just constant mindset work because it is, and I'm, I'm on the same path with that mindset work and not comparing and just being happy for others that are doing great and kind of learning from them. What are they doing and what can I take from what they're doing and try to do it on my page so that I will gain followers too. And it's a, it's a journey for sure. And it does help to do a program like Libby's or work with other dietitians or connect with other dietitians on Instagram and just check in and say, Hey, like, how's it going? And support each other in that mindset, just encourage each other and like each other's posts. And it helps, right. To see, to have friend dietitians on here, supporting each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't have a ton of dietitians in my same like wheelhouse before I started. And so Libby recommended featuring. And so that's connecting with them. And it's also like content that you know, is aligned with your ideal client, but also you don't have to create until I got comfortable with it. And so that has been a game changer as far as connecting and, you know, obviously done right and giving them some giving them um, credit. (laughs) Yes, obviously doing right and giving them credit for, you know, their work. And it's just been great to connect. And, you know, it's it's the support that they have. It's not, there's no envy, there's no hardship. It's, It's all support. And I love it. Love it. And then the other thing you said was planning and scheduling. Basically, it's easy to go down the black hole of social media, like scrolling when you're trying to get work done, but you schedule kind of what you want to say in your content, what you want to get done, you have that planned out so that it makes it faster and easier to actually get it done and still manage your business at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have like the random things, you know, so that, you know, they get to know me and my, you know, family and things like that. But it also supports like being able to not feel like I have to be on all the time. So like, oh, I should post this. Oh, I should post that. Like it, it helps me to like, yes, I have those moments of like, oh, we're making pizza tonight. Like take a picture, but it doesn't take away from all of my time with my husband and my daughter, which is something I was very nervous about because I know you have your own business, like you're hustling. So I wanted to be able to, from the beginning, create that boundary of, serving my clients, but also making sure that, you know, my husband and my daughter were taken care of as well, because they're in this with me as well. Love it. That's great. Great. Thank you. Can you talk about money? How much you've made? What are your goals short term and long term? Yeah, absolutely. Last month, I finished out the month of my my new business goal was $2,000. And I hit that last month. And I was very, very excited. It's been a challenge because I'm used to the program that we had, you know, in my, my previous job, we're used to monthly payments. So the paid in full aspect was a very big just hurdle or just like I had to just make sure that I was like talking about it. And it was so much less of a hurdle on my client side and more of like how I was saying something. So that was 
one of the, the challenges. My next goal is hitting 4,000 for new business. And I'm, I'm setting it for this month. So I, you know, hopefully we'll get there. But I think just setting those goals has been really helpful for me because I'm, I'm just opening up like the possibilities versus saying, oh, I hope I, I hope I make $200 more this month or I hope, no, I want to make this and then working backwards on how to get there. So I, you know, my long-term goal is to, you know, make the same or my, my medium goal is to make the same as what I was making in my full-time job. My long-term goal is 10K months so that I can securely be living at or working at home and, you know, supporting, you know, my family. From a financial standpoint, I want to feel financially secure. So the schools that I had gone to, you know, when I was growing up, they prepared me really well for college and beyond. And so they are private schools. And it's been a, a goal of my husband and I to put our daughter through that in college. And so we started when she was one, <laughs> saving up for it. And so I want to feel financially secure being able to take care of our retirement, take care of her schooling, you know, and take care of our home but also being able to enjoy and not feel like I'm just working. And I want her to see that balance of like living life, but also, you know, really going after your dreams. And I know I could only do that if I loved what I did. That is amazing. So uh, really the ultimate goal of balancing life and work that you love with family and putting your daughter through school and supporting your family and those $10,000 months as a goal would do that for you. And when you're so clear on that, you kind of work backwards, I'm hearing to see what do I need to do to make that happen? And you hustle within this balance, and you make it happen. And that's, that's how it's done. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great. (laughs) So can you walk us through your experience using social media specifically to grow your business? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, the first part is just putting myself out there. It's gotten me so much more comfortable. I can talk to random people, you know, on the entire Instagram, then talking to someone that comes to me for my support. And that is in my, you know, niche and what I'm 100% comfortable with is so much easier because I have already put myself out there. I, you know, show them that I'm uncomfortable in my, I just did a post on mom jeans. And so I show them I'm uncomfortable in that. And I'm sure, you know, if I can do that, it's really helped me from a comfort level. And then from a financial side of things, I'm, it's really helped me to build my value because I know that Instagram, I, I always, when I, when I first started in, in the uh, fitness and nutrition industry, I wanted to give everything away for free. I just wanted to change people's lives. I, I don't want to deal with money. I don't want to deal with all that stuff. I obviously wasn't on the business side of things. So from doing that, people weren't changing. So they weren't, you know, it's an investment. So we know money talks. And so by investing in something, I can actually, by them investing, I can actually help them change their lives. So that was a better payoff. And obviously it gave me a career. So I was able to do that long-term. So the same, you know, mindset around Instagram. So I am providing a quality and value in my Instagram feed that they can utilize and they can, you know, it can support them on their journey. But if they need more and they come to me, that I shouldn't be bashful on, you know, the pricing side of things because that's markets, you know, industry standard. I'm not, you know, trying to charge 10, 20, 30 times that, but by charging that I am able to provide them these services to change their lives. So it's helped me to, I guess, have the confidence for both sides of things. That's amazing. There's so much, so much to pull from what you just shared. One is that shift in wanting to give, I think a lot of dietitians go through this. They want to give everything away for free. We just, we get into this, not for the money. Dietitians aren't, it's not a field that's known to be like making millions. We get into it because we actually want to help people. 
And I think a lot of us initially are good, nice people and we want to give everything away for free. And that's so important to realize what you just realized. And I've had the same experience is when you give away things for free, they are not valued. And what actually helps your client be able to commit to make the changes that they need to make is charging the money. And the kind of the more you charge, the more they value it and the more they will actually do what you're telling them, which is such an interesting learning experience and so important in accepting your value and accepting that what you're offering has value and that it's necessary to charge for it to actually get your clients to make changes and have success. Absolutely. Yeah. And it helped me to know that, you know, by charging them that it was going to help them change. And and it was the same thing. Like when I, you know, paid for Libby, you know, it was definitely an investment, but you better believe I was on every single call. I was on every single, you know, asked every single question and I, it has shown as far as the growth. I think that if I, you know, it had been a, a free thing or if it had been, you know, something that was not necessarily as much of an investment, would I have gotten as much out of it? And so this is literally going to change my life from a career standpoint. And so the same effects come on the client side of things. That is amazing and so, so important to learn and to know. So Instagrams, has that been actually, have you noticed that Instagram posting and regular posting has actually grown your business? Have you been getting clients from Instagram? Yep. I have gotten some clients from Instagram, definitely still honing in, even though I know my, my ideal client and their needs and things like that. It's then shifting over to like, what do they know and what do they relate to? And so that's an ever, you know, ever um, evolving evaluation of that and how to make those changes. So I have gotten, you know, some from there and even the skills that I've learned from there, I've, you know, I've gotten referrals from other colleagues and things like that. And so I've been able to use those same skills. So yeah, I've used it on both ends. Definitely. And even what you said about learning posting and becoming more comfortable as you're posting and more clear on what you need to post and what your client wants to see, like the mom jeans thing, when the clients come from Instagram, they already know you. So it's already your ideal client. They know you, they know the kind of person you are and they kind of know they want to work with you. So it's a pretty easy sale I find from Instagram when they get to know you there by the time they actually talk to you, they're kind of ready to work with you because they know what you have to offer. Oh, 100%. It's been, uh, and that was one of my biggest, you know, challenges, just, you know, working in the gym setting before we know that the general, you know, need for nutrition in the gym is for weight loss. It's, you know, what generally people are coming from, but what their background was, was all across the board and what they were looking for. So we constantly had to pivot. Oh, you want a meal plan? Okay. Oh, you want more mindful eating techniques? Okay. Oh, you want, you have, you know, high blood pressure? Okay. And so all those things are so important, but I didn't feel like I was ever able to totally dive into, you know, a client's needs because I constantly had to pivot for my time. And we definitely were not charging market standards. So then we had to see, you know, 10, 12 people a day in order to hit, hit the you know numbers we needed to. And so, yeah, it was just a, it was just a revolving door. Whereas, and that works for them. That's wonderful. But just for myself, it was really taxing to know that I wasn't able to fully support someone in their goals. And I'd rather have them invest in me more for a short period of time and totally be able to change their lives than have them long-term and not be able to totally give, give everything that I would like to. I would say that most of us find that seeing 12 clients a day is not a realistic way to be able to give a hundred percent to each person because that's mm-hmm. exhausting. Absolutely. Yeah. 
a, yeah, a definite benefit of running your own practice is you get to choose how many people you see a day and how much you can give to each person and you can charge accordingly so that they get better value. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been, uh, it's definitely been an eye opener, but as far as the ideal client coming to you, it also helps set the stage for them knowing what you provide. So I didn't have to compromise like, you know, just to get a client, like, yes, I'll make you a meal plan, which yes, we can, we all can do. But you know, if I truly believe that my method from start to finish is going to get you to those goals, I don't have to compromise on that just to get a client. They already know what they're getting when they come in. Love it. So what did your Instagram feed when you look like when you first started compared to what it looks like now? Oh, gosh. There's a lot of pictures of my daughter because she's cute. <laughs> and I would try and like relate to people through that. I'm looking at it right now. Um, it was, it wasn't many tips. It was a lot of just pictures, some of my dog, uh, my mug. So not things that were clear. And even uh, I would understand that if my captions were, you know, going to you know kind of dive into it, but it was really just random. It was kind of whenever I felt inspired, which again, didn't lead to a growing feed of, you know, support. So I feel like even if I wasn't selling anything right now, I believe that what I'm providing people is value. So that helps me to, you know, know that that's the right direction. Love it. So how do you approach sales now and how has your mindset evolved? Yeah. So I approach sales more on listening to the client and what their needs are and then explaining, you know, my program and having them decide, is this a good fit? Rather than trying to pivot my business and say, oh, well, I can make you a meal plan or I can make you, you know, whatever, a mindful eating or whatever. I can, you know, show them this is what I provide and these are the outcomes that my clients have gotten. It sounds like you're in alignment, obviously, you know, tying things into what they're talking about, but I don't have to pivot like what I fundamentally do every time. And that has really helped give me confidence and clarity to be able to provide clients with success. Because even before, if it was like, oh, I'll provide you with a meal plan, a month later they could be like, oh, well, I thought I was getting this, this, and this. And it was just the way I was explaining. I'm able to be a lot more consistent with what I'm providing them. So it's giving me the confidence to charge what I charge, but also, you know, the more clients I'm helping, the better I'm being able to build on my skills to help even more. That is amazing. So really just having confidence as being the expert and the one who knows the best, better than your client about what they're going to need to go through to be able to have long-term success. It also makes them feel really confident and comfortable with you taking your advice because you're really clear, this is how I'm going to guide you. And this is where we're going to start. This is the process. This is where we're going to end. And I think they like that. Most of them. Absolutely. Yeah. They like being told, you know, what to do or at least like what's the journey. And so I think it helps them to see like paint a picture of like six months. What is their life going to look like if they do certain things, but also, you know, my whole approach is sustainability. So figuring out what's going to work best for them. So we relate, like, what did you do in the past? And, you know, Oh, I did, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z diet. And you know, what did you like and not like, and then tying in, are there similar components of things you didn't like and, you know, making sure that things that they did not like are not part of my program. So I think it gives them the confidence to know that they're not going to get into something that they don't like, hopefully. Right. They're going to come to you asking for a meal plan. And when you ask what they've tried in the past, they're going to say, well, I've tried 45 different meal plans that haven't worked. Okay. Maybe we should do something different. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think the hardest part with that is, you know, you know, you're trying to get the sale, but you're also trying to dig into like, what are the deeper rooted issues and what are the challenges and helping them to realize that. And so it's like a fine, you know, balance between helping them to acknowledge that, but also having them choose, you know, is this time to pivot what I was doing if they were doing some, some drastic things in the past? Yes. And I think the dietitian boss program helps with that those discovery calls and those little fine-tuning things for making the sale of how to really pull from your client what their needs are and then tie in what you offer to how it's going to fulfill and meet their needs so that and all in a compact conversation so that they really get everything out of you they need in a discovery call to make the right decision of whether they are a good fit for your program Absolutely. The structure of the discovery calls was a game changer because just like how it structure helps me with my day, having like the three things that we really focus on in the discovery call and saying, okay, so today we're going to do X, Y, and Z. It's helped to set the expectation so that they're not coming in thinking that I know I've had clients in the past that come in or consults that come in and you know think that they're going to get a meal plan right then. Like, how am I going to give you a meal plan in 20 minutes? I just met you, but that's what their, that's what their thought was going in. You have to honor that as far as, you know, you didn't give them anything else. So it really helps to set the expectation for what they're going to get out of this appointment so that you can build trust for what they're going to get moving forward. Yes. So what advice do you have for someone who's scared to show their face? I think start where you're comfortable, but do it consistently. So at first I wasn't super comfortable talking about my offer on my story. So I just started talking versus, you know, jumping into that feeling uncomfortable and then, you know, obviously not being authentically myself. So starting where you feel comfortable and being consistent with it, but then evolving. And I think figuring out why do you not feel comfortable? And I think a lot of it comes down to like feeling, you know, um, imposter syndrome or just, you know, not feeling like, you know, you're good enough because of comparing to others. But if you're really able to break it down to how can I serve them? And then, you know, knowing that as clients are engaging even more and more and being able to say, okay, well, I know I can serve them even better with my paid program. I think that that confidence comes a little bit, you know, more naturally when you have that, you know, when you had a little bit of of showing your face under your belt, um, because it gets a little bit more uh, easy, a little bit, you know, smoother, but I think the program also helps because you see everyone else starting off pretty much from scratch or, or, you know, from their beginning doing it as well. So it gives that confidence of like, well, other people are doing it and they, you know, they're making it through. So I can as well. Definitely. I did the same thing, started with just talking and I always would forget to talk about how they could work with me in the story video. <laughs> Sometimes I would throw in a picture at the end and write like, you can work with me too. But yeah, getting comfortable first and then starting to really tie in when you're comfortable at the end. And hey, by the way, if I can help you with any of the things I just talked about, here's the link in my bio. So it took me a while to remember to say that. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. It's the same. I'm still still working through it. <laughs> <laughs> so one more question. What advice would you give to a dietitian who's just starting out? I would say obviously consistency. I've talked about that throughout the, throughout the call, but really figuring out like what truly drives you because you have to like, I'm literally thinking about this all the time. I I try and set those boundaries with my family, but I'm always like, you know, because I'm technically, you know, in a, in a component, I'm my, my ideal client. So I figure out what my challenges are. But if you're focusing on something that's way out of left field, that's you, you think is going to be a good revenue stream, but you have no interest in or no like real 
high or desire to, you don't have to be your own ideal client, but you know, you have to have some sort of like connection with it. Um, if you don't, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard. And you're constantly going to not understand why things aren't clicking because there's just not a like drive for it versus if you have that drive, I feel like it naturally comes that like you're thinking and you're tra- like, it's, it's fun because you're able to figure out like, how can I help them? Or this is a new, like when I, when I thought of the mom jeans, I was like, yes, I literally went to the store and got jeans because we all live in leggings. But, uh, yeah, so it was, it was fun for me versus it being like, oh, I got to go talk about kidney disease. Like if I don't know anything about it, there's no, you know, there's no drive behind that. There's nothing wrong with kidney disease, but you know, I, if I don't have drive behind it. So I think figuring out what that, even if you feel like it's going to be really, really small, or you feel like, you know, just start somewhere with something that's really going to drive you and see where that, you know, branches out to. Such great finding something you're really passionate about, because then just when you're living your life, things are going to pop into your head like, oh, this is relatable. And this is something that I need for me and I can just share because it helps me. And it's just so much easier when you are really passionate about who you're helping, whether that's you and your own experience or someone you're in your family that's motivating you or whatever it is as you're living your life. I think it really helps with content. hundred percent. Great advice. Well, tell everyone again how they can find you and connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, it's Jen with two N's, brawn.nutritionist. Great. Well, it was so great to have you here. And I'm sure that this is going to help so many people. And I hope they reach out to you and say hi on Instagram. And I will do the same. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.